1: Our take can is loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short Your routes. Our boys are back. Baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is reception, reception, the show.
0: Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Cole, Matt Harmon here with you, and you're listening to Reception, Perception, the show. And uh, we welcome back the creator of Reception, Perception for the first time on the East Coast. <laughs> talking about matt Harmon. what's up man i mean for our podcast listeners they can't see you i can see you of course but uh but you look like you're in the bunker pal this is like our old school nfl network days when they stuck us in the closet
1: <laughs> i mean yeah this is literally a closet behind me so it's actually not far <laughs> off uh yeah no i am uh, the con it's the condo cast which is what i've been calling it on yeah the, uh, on my yahoo show i'm in the Third bedroom of my mom's beach condo here uh, (laughs) at Virginia uh, at Sandbridge in Virginia Beach. So, yeah, there is a little some bunk beds over here left over from the the previous owner uh, that's over here in the corner, which is uh, and I'm on a I'm literally I tweeted the picture out, I think, a a few days ago last week, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Time is time is such an illusion to me at this point in my life. Uh but this is uh like a little folding table, like a folding chair. I look like I'm in like the church multipurpose room. Uh, oh yeah. You know, hell yeah. Something like that.
0: But we're back at it, baby. We are back at it. Oh yeah. On the grind. Let's go. Uh and today is a really exciting day, uh, for me at least, because we get to go over some of your findings here on some of the truly superstar players uh in the NFL. You know it, The way we've built it up too, right? It's interesting, right? We talk about the draft prospects. These guys have never played a snap in the NFL. Then we talk about, you know, uh, the second year players or or basically players that wrapped up their rookie season. These guys are emerging players, uh, potentially emerging players, potentially guys that want to get into this group that we're going to talk about today, Matt. We're talking about the truly elite players, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, players of that nature. Um, and so I, I really like talking about the greats, you know, it's fun talking about prospects and guys on the come up, but man, the guys we're talking about today, I, I mean, they have not only proven their worth, but they are building on, on a terrific career,
1: which is funny too. Cause we're technically the bucket of guys that were on, we're, we're, we're on it for the site right now. Um, and is year three to four guys like that. We're not mm-hmm. at like the top of the, the league or anything, but, um, you know, this the June 5th drop, which I know I didn't drop everybody at once. Um, yeah. it was like, gr- let me move across the country and then we'll have a player. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be moving across the country and then having a like the, the week yeah. before a player drop. Right. So, um, I'm still rolling guys right now that fit in that year three to four bucket, but, um, you know, it's the guys that were drafted in 2020 and 2021, which is amazing that, yeah, these are like a few of these guys are going to talk about today are like the top of the league guys. And, you know, um, I actually ended up because of this drop, I ended up pitching an idea for an article for, for Yahoo that's going to come out here in a couple of days. Like, who are the best receivers in the NFL that are 25 and under? And it's really hard to, like, narrow it down to a top <laughs> right. 10. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to you, like, pitch it. Let's do top 15 instead of top 10 because it's <laughs> so hard to leave guys off the list because these last, like, yeah. three draft classes, second-year players included – I mean, it's it, there's a lot of good players here uh, in, in this drop. So yeah, like guys like C.D. Lamb's going to hit the site by the time this right. podcast is out, you know, and he's he's definitely up here. But like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, like those are top five guys, period, probably in the NFL right now. That's how good these players are. So yeah, right. it's I, I know I sound like a broken record every time we do a player drop, um, but man, the wide receiver position <laughs> is just. Loaded. so sacked with talent <laughs> and you know if you're if you're doing yeah. any sort of rankings and you're not sweating it um, yeah. it's hard it's really difficult yeah
0: cd lamb Devonte smith will be coming out relatively soon um uh who else we got out here davante is DeAndre. up Devonte
1: is up on the is on the site uh Deva, oh, okay. is go. up on the site uh t higgins is another one i'll be working on uh right after cd lamb right. um you know then we've got some then we're sort of in the Gabe Davis, Kadarius Tony tier of players. Uh, sure. Nico Collins. Uh, after you slandered me when you had Derek Class <laughs> on, I have, I have a weird affinity for Nico Collins. You do. Uh, you do. Well, is that not true? You do. Somebody uh, pointed. Show, at, somebody show, pointed out. Show, James, show like, me
0: where the. Show me where the lies are at. Show me where the lies are at.
1: Well, somebody pointed out on Twitter, like, isn't that kind of your whole brand is like a weird affinity for, for <laughs> players? Like, yeah, hey, that's the that's like backbone true. of the business is my weird affinity <laughs> for, for certain that's receivers. True. But, uh, yeah, so, Good I mean, point. even th- and like Rashad Bateman, he's got like, you know, five games to put up, but I'll probably put yeah. up something on him. Uh, there you go. I I'm not sure if I'm going to do like Darnell Mooney chase Claypool right away, or like maybe save them until like later in the summer. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is a year more than ever. It's, it's a reminder of just how many guys I I really want to put up on the site. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see, but definitely T Higgins, right. Ceedee lamb, those guys will go up there. Kadarius Tony, Gabe Davis, Nico Collins, uh, Rashad Bateman. Those are the definite ones from this drop.
0: Okay, so the four guys we're going to talk about today, because w- there's a lot of players uh, that dropped on this uh, June five uh, drop. By the way, go to the, the web- website, receptionperception.com. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, and Jerry Judy. Now, the first two guys, I mean, we're talking elite of the elite, and I want to just jump right into it. How about Justin Jefferson? You dropped this guy's player profile, Matt, and man, it's all green, <laughs> all across yeah. the board. This dude is just lighting it up everywhere he goes.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's such a... A superstar and you know the great part about this is it was really easy to see it coming um you know i I actually revisited the 2020 uh 2021 player profile for justin jefferson and i mean he was above the nfl average green route on all but one of the route types the flat route in 2021 um he was over the 90th percentile success rate versus man zone and press coverage uh in 2021 so like i wrote in the in the player profile that just dropped on the site you know there was a lot of things that was it was easy to predict the monster season coming for for justin jefferson like kevin o'connell was going to come in and tweak his pre-snap deployment a little bit they were certainly even jefferson has talked about this they were going to leave behind a run heavy offense uh from the the boomer ball mike zimmer days into you know more of a modern offense here and kevin o'connell um but most importantly the easiest reason to see it coming was that Justin Jefferson had shown in his first two years in the NFL, he was ready to join the elite wide receiver tier. Uh, And I think obviously 2022 has really cemented that. And, you know, you, you mentioned all of the many, many, many superlatives uh, from his reception perception (laughs) profile this year, Yeah, 98th percentile success rate versus press coverage, eighth best all time for Justin Jefferson among the players sampled for reception perception. He was, 79% 79% success rate versus man, 96 percentile, 85.6% success rate against zone, 92nd percentile above the NFL average on every single route type. Um, he was just an absolute animal. And it's funny because of those three things that I mentioned earlier, like pre-snap deployment, play calling tendencies, and him being really, really good at football. The one thing I think that Actually mattered most in why Justin Jefferson erupted, and surprise, surprise, it was actually his ability, his his talent. Because when you look at like his pre snap um, deployment, yeah, you know, I actually and I talked a little bit about this with Justin Jefferson name drop at the Super Bowl. Um, you know, th- there was a lot of talk about him being in the Cooper Cup role, and like that didn't really play out. Uh, no. It, not it, at all. At at all, right? Like Jefferson 6.1% of his not sample snaps in yeah. reception perception were in the backfield that was mostly as like a pre-snap uh motion player. Uh he was his slot rate actually fell 23.9% yeah, exactly. uh to 21.4% in reception perception sample. The off the line, you know, when he was off behind the line of scrimmage off the line was about the th- about the same, 31.5% mm-hmm. in uh 2021 32.5% in 2022 so really it, it was just more so that he took a massive massive leap as a player and he was already at such high highs i mean yeah this dude is is at the peak of position right now They're, like he's on a hall of fame trajectory and i don't really think um I, I don't even really see how that's arguable based on what he's putting up on the field and this is this was his third I nfl know. season it's not crazy
0: yeah, it's absolute craziness. Um, 128 receptions, 1,800 yards, eight touchdowns, nearly a 70% catch rate. This guy was absolutely unstoppable. 79% success rate versus man. That's a top 15 score of all time uh, in reception perception history. You know, I, I was going through the database here. Um, and by the way, you guys need to get, uh, if you don't have the sicko tier subscription uh, plan, I don't blame you. I'm just saying what you're missing here is all the historical data. Right. Um, And what you see here with Justin Jefferson is so I'm going through all the historical data and, you know, he's not an all timer really anywhere. But golly, Matt, this guy is truly great. Just about everywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's what's I think really special is like these guys who are 90th percentile and and yeah, like not peak, peak, but at least above the 90th percentile in all three success rates, man, press zone. Um, mm. that's, that, that is like the best of the best groups. That's like, you know, your Stefan Diggs, your, uh, prime Odell Beckham, your Antonio Brown was like that guy, you know? Right. So, uh, the Devonte Adams, uh, the, the, that's the type of group that Justin Jefferson is now joining. And, and I think this leads into an interesting conversation too, because I, I think w- if when you just think of like the definition of elite wide receiver, elite number one wide receiver, the thing that I think one of, you just wanted to put it down in a sentence, it's everybody knows the ball's coming your way and there's nothing you can do. Like there's nothing the defense can do to stop it. And I would argue that like typically, we you know, and I think reception perception data would back this up. Mm hmm typically we talk think about like the amount of double coverage and extra defensive attention and stuff like that. It doesn't really happen as much as we think. Like people talk no. about going in like every number one receiver, like every top receiver on a depth charts, just getting double covered every snap. Like no way that's that's you would just be conceding it's, yards and points. Yeah. Like right. we don't have like, Mountain West players as at the, at the second, third, and fourth receiver <laughs> spots. It's not how it works, but yeah, exactly. there are occasionally true coverage dictators, and Justin Jefferson is absolutely one of them. Um, in 2022, it, it, he was doubled on 21.1% of his routes. That's the second highest in the full RP database, dating back to like – 2014. The only other one that's that's that tops that is Devonte Adams in 2021. Another guy with like you knew on the Packers who was coming in there and who was getting the ball. You know Justin Jefferson saw press coverage on 28.3 percent. That's the second highest rate for any receiver so far in the 2022 database. Like. Kevin O'Connell I think said it in the post draft presser for Jordan Addison like you're going to get the easiest looks in the entire in the entire NFL basically. Yeah, that's why because <laughs> like Justin <laughs> Jefferson is that good and he's posting those success rates with those with that extra defensive attention. It just yeah, I mean that is that's special stuff for sure.
0: I mean, yeah, you take a look at just from what he did from a raw stats standpoint going from year two to year three, right? Like he goes from 108 receptions to 128 receptions. He goes from 1,600 yards to 1,800 yards, right? Um, And again, this is with the entire league knowing what's up. Uh, I do think that Kevin O'Connell, even though he did not necessarily stick with that idea of, oh, let's move Justin Jefferson more into the slot. He actually played, as you mentioned, in the slot less (laughs) than what he did uh, in 2021. I just think the creativity in the routes um, selection, I think, was better. Um, And again, you take a look at what he did in 2021. Um, a lot less slant routes for Justin Jefferson. So a little bit more creativity, a little bit more downfield too, Matt, mm-hmm. you know, um, maybe not necessarily on the quote unquote nine route, but you know, I think when we, you take a look at, you know, the dig, the curl, the out, the post corner, it's just when you in totality, all of that came off the slant uh, in 2021 in that Zoomer, Zimmer boomer ball era. Um, but he goes from 22% slant route percentage in 2021 to 12% slant route percentage in 2022. Now that 10% route percentage went somewhere and it was all dispersed. Mostly, I think uh, a little bit deeper downfield. And I think that's where he
1: thrived. Yeah, you're right. His nine route percentage last year is like 9.3%. You know, it's, it's not very high, but that's fine because yeah, those are, those are low percentage plays. Like we've talked about talking about George Pickens, like how running those go routes all the time are going to bring down your average success rate because the all of these color which i mean my god the color coding is driving me nuts on twitter but like uh the just obsessing with the colors but like all of these routes are color coded based on the individual route type average and the nine route obviously has the lowest average success rate of all of these routes so of course it, it makes sense why you don't want to necessarily do that but like running a corner route on 8.4% with an 82.1% success rate. You know, that's incredibly impressive. The out route, the dig route, like you mentioned, those intermediate routes and Kirk cousins is pretty good at throwing in that intermediate range of the field. Um, He ran the flat route more, much more often in 2022 than he did in 2021. Yeah. There's nothing like within Justin Jefferson's route tree where, you know, some of these guys, like they just run a ton of downfield routes. They're, they're very vertically inclined. He's a full field guy um and i think that was really impressive like yeah to note that 22% of his routes were slants in 2021 and 12.7% of his slants uh were in 2022 that's and the fact that his success rates were still that high is, pretty, is very very impressive
0: yeah, I mean, he improved on the nine route in 2022. I mean, think about that for a second. He improved and, and by a significant chunk. Sixty-six 66%, percent, uh, sixty-six point seven percent success rate in twenty twenty-one, and then a seventy-seven point four percent success rate in twenty twenty-two taps uh, among all players charted thus far in twenty twenty-two. I just I mean that is that is incredibly, incredibly impressive man again because he's not only just bending defensive schemes towards him but uh, people know where the ball is going and they just cannot stop it man it's it is just so impressive what he's doing again as a year three player it's nuts
1: yeah year three player. so all of these things you know in totality um again 98th success 98th percentile success rate versus press like eighth best all time In reception perception history since 2014, crazy stuff. You know he's just heading into his fourth season now. He hasn't even gotten a monster contract extension. By the way, can you imagine what that contract's going to look like when it comes out? It's (laughs) going to be crazy. Um, All these things considered, you think is he the best receiver in football right now in your mind, Uh, Justin Jefferson?
0: Uh, He's he's certainly up there, man. Um, Golly. I mean, who? again, when we start talking about the best though, it's so hard, right? Um, because the, the next guy on this list that we're going to talk about, I think is, I think his upside is, is is truly higher than Justin Jefferson, um, if that makes any sense. I think Jamar Chase honestly might have a higher upside than Justin Jefferson. And, and Justin Jefferson is, he's an all-timer, man. He's an absolute all-timer. Um, but again, I was a guy that said Jamar Chase, day one, never played a snap in the NFL. I'm like, this guy's a Hall of Famer. Just, you look at the athletic profile, you look at what he did on the, on the field and people said, gee whiz, man, like how, how are you, you know, why are you so bullish on this dude? It's like, I mean, come on, you know? And, and, and what I, what we've seen thus far in the NFL, Matt, is that Jamar Chase truly is that dude. Um, I've got some concerns with the coaching um, and and I just, and we'll get into that, but boy, I tell you your numbers on him that came out uh, this past season, they look great.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, and I think Jamar Chase has to be considered in the top five, you know, wide receivers right now. It's, it's like yep. Devontae Adams is still there. Uh, yep. When we're talking about the best, what he did last year, uh, especially going, at, like leaving the the Green Bay uh, cocoon, uh, leaving the Aaron Rodgers cocoon and, and and bursting into the beautiful butterfly he was with the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was impressive. Like, okay. you know, Steph Diggs is is 100% still up there to me. A.J. Brown's up there. You yep. know, Cooper Cup, can't forget yep. about him. But, like, Jamar Chase, I think he's got to be involved in this conversation here in terms of, like, the best receiver in the NFL, too. Because, um, yeah, and I think I was definitely not as out there as you in terms of he's a future Hall of Famer, right? But, like, the reason that he is the highest, uh, like, the number one ranked prospect in the stack prospect rankings on the site, the reason that he is so good is, like, there are no holes in his game. He truly does everything well. He drops, like, an occasional pass that you don't want who cares that the whatever uh but like literally he there he does not have a weakness and that was true in his collegiate profile yep. and it comes back to route running because and again another guy named drop got to sit down with the super bowl definitely actually looked that conversation up on on youtube it was a good one uh with with jamar chase like talking about route running and technique and stuff like that um and uh i'll i'll reference that again when we talk about the po- point i know you want to make about the coaching but um you know Jamar is a really underrated uh technical player and you know this is a guy in back-to-back seasons now 75.3% exactly uh against man coverage like the literal same score uh we know that 75% success rate versus cover- man coverage metric is an extremely strong indicator as i always say if you clear that number you're over 75% success you are one of the you're you're almost a lock to become like one of the best receivers in the NFL. The only guys like haven't done that is like Sterling Shepard and Curtis Samuel talk about that all the time. Um, That is an incredibly, incredibly good indicator. 80% success rate versus 80.5% success rate versus zone coverage uh, this past year, 91st percentile success rate versus press. Um, While running press coverage, running against press coverage at 36.5% of his sampled routes An extremely high Mark. I mean, this is a guy who has shown from his college film, to now that yeah we know the splash plays are there his after catch ability is great his 50 50 ball domination is real um but but he is a great route runner he's a really good technical (laughs) player like he's explosive and he mixes all of the type of deception stuff that we'll we'll talk about here in just a second like that's a that's just a complete number one receiver and again i think when you mention best route runners in the NFL I think you have to talk about Jamar Chase because like he's running against press man coverage at a high rate and he's winning at a really high rate
0: isn't that interesting too because I think a lot of folks just say well Jamar Chase is just a a beast athlete you know I think they kind of sort of downplay his technical side don't they
1: I think so too and I think that was the case as a prospect I mean there were people that were like I don't know if he separates well enough and uh, uh, as a collegiate prospect it's like It's not that he can't separate. It's that he's doing – like, we talk about these receivers in college and, like, these kind of Mickey Mouse offenses, you know, the running little slants and the run against zone coverage. You're not seeing any press. Go back and look at the 2021 sortable prospect data – and see the type of coverage that Jamar Chase was playing against. He was oh, it's absurd, on like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he was playing. He was being pressed on like forty percent of his routes. He was doing big boy NFL X receiver stuff as like a, a kid in college, you know, and was, was breaking, you know, breaking the, the the math at at LSU. I mean, that's the type of prospect he was. So I think this is not a surprise. And the cool thing about what he's become with the Bengals or just the Bengals offense in general. They also have this guy named T Higgins, who's really good, you know, and <laughs> right, T Higgins exactly. is like yeah. a classic throwback X receiver. So like the Bengals are able to move. Like he, Jamar chase has all the skills, the profile, the build, the ability of a legit number one NFL X receiver. But you know, they're he was only lined up outside on 76, 77.6% of his sampled snaps was only on the line for 66%. They're able to move Jamar chase around and get in these matches. It's like, you can understand why the Bengals are like, all right, we're going to just dedicate like 70% of our future contract salary to T T Higgins, Jamar chase and Joe Burrow. Cause we ain't breaking this band up. It's too special.
0: <laughs> it really is a special thing. Uh, and it always harkens back to, you know, people say, Oh, well they have enough. Right. And uh, whatever team you're talking about, it's like, oh, well, they have enough. Like, I love hearing about the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they got Patrick Mahomes, so they have enough. The Baltimore Ravens, their whole mentality of, well, we've got Lamar, so we have enough in the past. No, listen, teams that are special, teams like the Bengals that are, are, you know, continually, you know, fighting for AFC championships and Super Bowl appearances. It's not because they're a well-balanced team. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's because they are truly special in one area. It reminds me; it it goes back to to Peyton Manning, right? And, and, and the Colts, you know, when he was with Marvin Harrison, when he had Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison, they were doing special, special things, right? So, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's just like you can never have enough of a good thing, you know. And if that if that yeah. one good thing is your pass game, lean into it, man. Get more of that stuff. That's why I I, I hope KC actually gets DeAndre Hopkins, but whatever. That's neither here nor there.